So did you hear about these freaking dinosaurs? They got feathers now. Yeah, they. These dinos fly. I think this news is actually like twenty years old. <laughs> Here's the thing: when I like would be now, I know how this like the scientific community feels now. Like whenever climate change deniers talk about you know climate change is not real. Um, when I remember when they first started talking, they're like, "Yeah, about these dinos, they got feathers, right?" And I was like, "No, that's stupid." It's <laughs> they're impossible. lizards. That that doesn't even make sense. I have seen but dinosaurs. I have seen a I've seen a lizard before. Not one feather on that boy. Mm-hmm. I have seen Littlefoot. I've seen that boy watch <laughs> his mother die. Not a feather on his body. <laughs> Not a nary a feather on that foot. You know, we missed an opportunity to make this like a Jurassic Park versus Land Before Time I was challenge. Just thinking that. But <laughs> just... we are doing Sonic next, so That's true. We have handicapped ourselves by committing to Sonic a year in advance. <laughs> I mean we could do like um we could do that that next and then do dinosaur that um, Yeah, we could really weird CG movie where there's lemurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing that movie in theaters. Um, I think I did, with too. My gr- with my grandmother. Hey, save it for our dinosaur episode. No, you're right. Um, So, do you like dinosaurs with feathers? Do you think they should have feathers? It really depends on the dino for me. Um, Let me look up... Yeah, tell me a dinosaur. Just any dinosaur. Um, but not a T-Rex or Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Uh, d- no? <laughs> uh, Triceratops. Tri- now that is a dino that okay. would look good with Tri- feathers. Here, okay, tricer. How does one spell tricer? There it is, triceratops with feathers. I'm looking Google at it too. Knew. Oh, it's a parrot. Yeah, it's a parrot it's a with dog- horns. It's a dog parrot. That's all it is. Uh, yeah, kind of. Are these bad boys really that furry, or do you think it was just like little little spiky hairs every or little spiky feathers every now and then? I don't know. I mean, dinosaur tr- science truly uh, confuses. It's all me. guesswork, really. Because I'm like, how are they? They didn't. They didn't just find like some dinosaur skin that had feather holes in it. Like, <laughs> that stuff would be dead long ago, right? I would assume so. Our scientists, listeners, write in and tell us why we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Also, um, leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> they will not leave us a positive one after hearing this. Yeah. Okay, so you to take you back to your original question, dinos with feathers, are they good? I'm looking at a, di- a T-Rex right now, Tyrannosaurus Rex with feathers, and it just kind of looks like he has mange. Like, he's mm. got, like, a few little hairs and feathers on the top of his head, but it looks stupid. It looks like he's got a fro. I think the T-Rex with feathers looks very stupid. I did look at some Velociraptors with feathers yeah, earlier. Yeah, they look cool. They look very cool. It somehow makes them scarier. Yeah, Velociraptor feathers. Yeah, those those bad boys, they do look cool. It just indeed. looks like a very scary bird. I don't necessarily like the feathers that like hang down from their arms. Not yeah. really a huge fan of those. But I'm I'm seeing some adaptations where those are clipped out, and I like what I'm seeing in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, we could do this all day. We could, we could talk about dinosaur feathers all day. Welcome to Dinosaurs with Feathers, the podcast where we <laughs> look at dinosaurs with feathers and with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they did actually have feathers or if we just thought they did. Dinosaurs with feathers. Hmm. Not a lot of good ones out here, guys. Hate to break it to you. It makes them look cute, except for the Velociraptor. Yeah. Okay. What do you call the long neck dinosaurs? Um, Brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus feathers. Um. Now this I do like. I am looking at it and I like it. Okay, that's interesting. Um. This boy looks kind of like a sloth with big slimy fingers, and he's got yep. feathers. Um, I think we're both looking at him. He's standing up on his two back legs. Yeah, he's green. Yeah, that's not a brachiosaurus. I don't think. That's I don't something think else. it is. That's that's something else. Di- hey, um, real talk. 
dinosaurs are just made up, right? There's no way these 100%. things are real. There's no way these things were real. I'm looking at them. They're fake. They're so fake. The, how, yeah. There's. This is clearly a stuffed animal that I'm looking at right in here. Mm-hmm. That's I, not real. Do you do you want to know? Um, I actually Googled about an hour ago how many T-Rex skulls are there in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want you to actually do that for me and say on the mic what you see on Google when you type in that question. I need you to type it in the way I just worded it. How many T-Rex skulls are there in the world? Yeah. How many T-Rex skulls in the world? The answer? At least two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French call Les Compétents. Would you like for me to read to you <laughs> the names of some of the dinosaur skeletons? Uh, yeah. I mean, what? It, why do you? Why do they have names? There's Sue. Oh. There's Wackle. <laughs> There's <laughs> It gets better. There's Black Beauty. Okay, that's just there's... a horse. Yeah, there's Jane. And then there's Trix. Trix. Is it spelled like the cereal? Uh, it is spelled like the cereal. <laughs> With I X. like Wackle. Wackle is a good name. I mean, you went from Sue to Wackle, and that was just <laughs> a big yeah. shift. Yeah, dinosaurs did come from horses, correct? Mm-hmm. They're the closest things to horses. I would say the close people say that dinosaurs, their closest living relatives are alligator horses. birds. Yeah, well, alligator birds. Oh. And but I would say that uh, a giraffe and an elephant look pretty weird to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me. If I when I see a dinosaur, I mean sorry, when I see a giraffe, I say this if if dinosaur exists, this is it. <laughs> I am yeah, working I mean, at this. This let's is be dinosaur. real here. Let's be real here. Uh, those are some weird looking animals. Mm-hmm. Elephants. It's it's made out of leather, and it has sharp blades on his face and a big old arm sticking out of his face. That's pretty weird, isn't it? Have you ever seen an ant up close? Have seen an ant up close. Are they you implying are that scary? <laughs> are you implying that dinosaurs turned into ants? No, I'm trying to imply that ant is simply small dinosaur. Uh huh. I see. Compignatious. Yes. Those were the little dinos. Clint, uh, let's table dinosaurs for a second. Okay. Th- yeah, I uh, I do want to congratulate you. Okay. On what? On your Academy Award win last night. Oh, thank you. I will now hit the applause button. Is this a joke? Please, 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 please stop. Um, what did I win last night? Oh, you know what you won for. Um, but I'll I'll go ahead and say it. Um, okay. I mean, we didn't really think that you could do it. Um, but you did. Um. Greatest denim jacket in a motion picture. <laughs> oh, I won that? Well, you did because you lent it to Brad Pitt. That is and true. And you did lend your denim jacket energy to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then he won for Best Supporting Actor. So by proxy, you did win an Academy Award last night. A lot and of people don't realize this. And, and Brad did say a thank you to me and my fellow stuntmen. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize that I was the stuntman for that movie, just yeah. in the sense that I wore the denim jacket. Whenever he was in denim jacket, <laughs> it was he actually me. Oh, they, I they see. They CGI'd his face onto me. I um, thought you were going to say that when he wasn't wearing it, they're like, this needs to be on someone's <laughs> body, and then they threw it on yours. That would have been funnier than the joke I was making. But so I, it was my jacket, and anytime you see him in a, in a denim jacket, which is really most of the movie, because he has two outfits in that movie, mm-hmm. one of the outfits is me, and that is my body with his face on it, and I cannot the stress o- this enough, the that other, is my body. Yeah. The other outfit is Brad Pitt without a shirt on. <laughs> mm, yes, and that is also me, actually. Nice, nice. Congrats. Uh, yeah, and you know, if you won by proxy, so do all the denim jacket wearers in America. They should be proud. No. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, I see okay. what you're Never doing mind. here. Clint did this thing where as soon as I started wearing a denim jacket, <laughs> Clint also got a denim jacket and then like made it his whole identity. You want to know what I'm wearing to work tomorrow? Every other thing you tweet is like, oh, wear my denim jacket. Feeling great. (laughs) I don't think that I've tweeted anything about wearing a denim jacket. No, you did one time, I think. think, Did I? Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but you did tweet about it once. Chandler, are you attracted to me when I wear my denim jacket? She said said yes. Of course she is. Who couldn't? Who could not be? It's a freaking denim jacket and i will admit i i borrowed the aesthetic um i mean i didn't invent the denim jacket but it's like no we're good friends and you were just like hmm, like that on him i'm gonna do it now (laughs) it did indeed (laughs) um but it it came to the point where you and i are both performing in something together down the road and um we're still in dispute (laughs) we're in dispute on who gets to wear a denim jacket on stage i mean we might as well just lay this out it yeah. is an improv team <laughs> called my four dads and yeah. clint what did we decide my dad name was on this team it's, last year okay, this was last year this was okay. last year but it's still the same team what was my name your name was denim daddy denim daddy and this boy comes in and he says i am the new denim daddy i'm addition to denim daddy listen chandler and i were talking and I think we should have a uniform for the show. Hear me out. Okay. Yeah, it was Chandler's idea. She's she. I don't know if you heard her. She just goes, "It's my idea." Okay. So, um, white shoes, black pants, t-shirt, denim jacket. We all wear it. I actually, I I do think that it should be either me alone in a denim jacket or everyone. <laughs> all of us in a denim jacket. Yes. Those are I'm the options. Gonna, I'm not going to force the other two guys to get a denim jacket because I know that they don't own one. I'll do it. I'll send the text right now. Okay, Gentle, ahead, gentlemen, comma, enter, enter. We've come to a conclusion about what we will be wearing at the uh-huh. improv festival. We will all that be wearing so denim jackets. That sounds so lame that we're at an <laughs> improv festival. It does. When it is it is lame. It sounds I, like... I, I wanted to keep it ambiguous. I'm sorry. Saying that we I were performing that together. Want. I'll no, cut. I don't care. It's out there. People will know we're for hire for your corporate events. My four dads. Your company picnic. Will come and... <laughs> oh, I man. wouldn't care. I'd do it. It would be fun. If they paid us, I'd do it. I mean, nobody understands just how competitive the improv scene yeah. is in the East Tennessee. It's, that's kind of partially true. Everybody be moving out here to East Tennessee. It used to be Chicago or L.A. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all Gatlinburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You didn't say Gatlinburg at first. Yeah, now no. it's even lamer. <laughs> uh, it's all Chattanooga. I'll edit that. Oh out. man, it's at the point where we are paying our way to perform in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spending a lot of money. Well, we're not we're not necessarily like paying to be in the show. We were asked to be in the show, but we're paying for our uh, our lodging room and board. We were paying for our room and board. But really, the main reason we're going is so that we can experience Earthquake the Ride once again. That's very true. If we don't go on Earthquake the Ride, I'm gonna be disappointed. If you want to make Josh and Andrew get denim jackets, that's up to you. But um, if not, I will. I will let you have a denim jacket. Hooray. Thank you. But I will wear mine the day before to the fir- to the show before. Um, while we perform, you can wear the denim jacket. That sucks. Our collective denim jacket. That sucks so much because I am only going to bring oh. one jacket, so we're going to be walking around <laughs> downtown Gatlinburg. Oh, I love that so much. Can we dress almost identical like we did that one time when we went to Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Okay, cool. They made a movie about dinosaurs, and there were no feathers Boy, on these dinosaurs. Yeah, there was also very little CGI in it as well. Yes. Um, the the first dinosaurs you see in the movie are CGI, and then most of them after that it's are true. not. Very interesting true. choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it only makes the rest of it look better by comparison, which I think was a smart idea. I yeah I couldn't decide if I thought that was a smart idea. We might be jumping right into it. We should probably say the title of the movie, which is yeah. Jurassic Park. So Jurassic Park, 
uh, is a movie that Clint picked for us to do on this show, which I was on board with this idea, but mainly because we covered two awful movies, and we were like, we need to do something good. and We need a salve. We need a salve. So this is yep. our salve episode, because we will be covering Sonic, which honestly could be great. Who knows? Yeah. Could be. Very well could be good. I like. I saw some clips of Jim Carrey in it, and it looked kind of funny, not going to lie. I mean, Jim Carrey... And the Jim Carrey guy. He's a, this guy is crazy. They, they got him playing Dr. Eggman. Dr. Egghead. That's right. Anyway, yeah, I chose this movie because it is my second favorite movie ever. I love it. it dinosaurs, what's not to love? Um, this I mean, is what it, you said in the last episode. In that, those I mean, words. Exactly. Yes, uh, I'm, at least, I'm at least consistent more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I chose it, and there wasn't much to any resistance that you met me with, because I think we can both agree it's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, what is your personal experience with it? Um, it came out a year before I was born. Um, it, speaking of the Oscars, it was nominated for many a picture, or many a category, um, for the year, the Academy Awards the year I was born, uh, the 1994 Oscars. Um, but growing up, you know, my, we had, um, all of the Michael Crichton books in my house. I have read the first two. Um, I read the first one on my honeymoon because I don't like, <laughs> shut up. I, <laughs> I don't like being on the beach and I was just laying in the sun reading, uh, Jurassic Park on my phone. And, um, uh, yeah, that I know. sounds awful. It was okay. I mean, the book is great. Don't get me wrong. But um, no, I love the, the beach, experience. and I'm mad at you for looking at your phone on the beach. Yeah, I don't like the beach. I'm a beach I'm boy. A very. I'm a very pale boy. I'm a. I'm a sweater dad. But um, anywho, uh, growing up, you know, my my parents loved this movie. My dad specifically. It kind of scares my mom a little bit. Um, so we would watch it a few times a year. I want to say, um. Back in high school, I don't know if you remember, I think this was my senior year of high school, so your freshman year of college, they re-released Jurassic Park in theaters yes. uh, for like a very limited time. That is going and... to be part of my story in a moment. Okay, okay. Um, I remember I went with two people. No, I went with um, four people. I went with my friend Daniel. I went with my friend Bo. I went with Jonathan, and I went with a guy named Nick, and we all went to chick-fil-a beforehand and ordered a bunch of it snuck it in the theater and watched jurassic park on the big screen on a wednesday after school and this and is 2013 you said this was this is yes this would have been so 2013 your senior year of high school right correct or you had just graduated no i was still a senior okay. in high school it just makes me laugh thinking about how like when we were in high school you and i the way we would make trouble was just like doing very innocent things like that like <laughs> sneaking chick-fil-a into movie theaters or like skipping <laughs> skipping youth group to go see Jurassic right Park. me and my friend had a christmas party at taco bell where we make cookies for the employees once like that was that's the kind so, of thing that's so sweet it was that's really nice. sweet it's a story for another time but it was very sweet of us yeah anyway sorry go on no, but that, you know, and ever since then, it was probably 2015 where I started really getting into the merits of movies and realizing, oh, I really like watching movies and I view them for more than just, you know, entertainment. Um, and it was at that point where I was like, do I love Jurassic Park? And I watched it again and I was like, yes, I do indeed love it. And I make a pilgrimage every year to go back and watch Jurassic Park. Um, Chandler and I watch it together. The first time she had ever seen it, I believe, was in, like, 2016. Um, And she thought it was silly. But that's her opinion. She thinks the velociraptors are funny. Well, she saw Um, the dinosaurs, and she was like, people think these were real? (laughs) Exactly. No way. Uh, but I uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the new Jurassic World, uh, just because I do not like those in the slightest. Um, but when those came out, I was super excited. Um, but if, if anything, it has made me appreciate the Jurassic World, or I'm sorry, Jurassic Park, the first one and the only one, even more. So very cool. Yeah, I'm happy. What for about you? you? Okay, thank you. Um, I might make you hate me 
you might okay. you, you might become really mad at me when I say this. I had, ahead now. I had not seen the original Jurassic Park until the re-release in 2013. That was the first time that I saw that's this movie. Su- that's shocking I know. To me. It is crazy. And I think I had seen at least one of the sequels. Um, but the wow. first one, the first one I had not seen. Um, and I went with my father, as I al- always went to movies at the time. Probably 75% mm-hmm. of the movies I saw growing up were just me and my dad. And we saw this movie, and I said... This is this is good dinosaur movie. I like this movie. And yeah. I've seen it probably once or twice since then. And I like the movie. It's a good huh. movie. Now, had you, as a kid, this obviously had to have been, like, in your sphere of influence. You know, you had to have seen yes. it in a blockbuster or your brother or sister may have rented it or whatever or it was on tv even did you just actively avoid it because this Um, movie is pretty hard to miss i definitely did not actively avoid it i think it was just bad luck because like there was a period in my life where i realized all of the classic movies that i had not seen like and i was always like making my parents take me to blockbuster to rent like all the indiana jones movies or whatever Mm -hmm. and Hmm. somehow i just never got around to jurassic park i don't know why can I tell you about the coolest viewing experience I've ever had with this movie? You may. And I I do not believe that it will ever top any viewing experience for any movie. And this is really when it solidified with me that I love this movie. Um sorry, film. Uh it was This one is a film. Um yeah. This one I'm is indeed a film. Yeah. Good. We've talked about movies for a while. This one's a film. Um I believe it was the summer of 2015. Um, we went on a cruise, just my parents and my younger brother and I, um, on what was at the time the world's largest cruise ship. I believe it may still hold that title. It was amazing. Had an ice skating rink inside and a Johnny Rockets. Um, and they called it we, the ship that couldn't go wrong. They called it the ship that couldn't sink. That's yeah. uh, And it didn't. Um, fun fact, though, we were stranded on the ocean for about five hours because we found some Cuban refugees and they tried to hop on our boat. And then we sent him back. But um, that's a different story. Um, Anyway, on the last night there, um, we were on our way back from Jamaica. And, you know, it was late at night, and there was a big amphitheater outside on the very back of the boat. And it had, like, this gigantic 50-foot by 70-foot. I'm making these dimensions up. You know, like a 50-foot by 70-foot screen um, on the back of the boat. And you could just sit, and it was outside. You could hear the ocean waves, and you could see the ocean behind you. And they played Jurassic Park. And it was at, like, 11 at night, and my dad and I went to Johnny Rockets and got hamburgers and milkshakes to go and went and sat on the back of the boat and watched Jurassic Park off the coast of Costa Rica. Um, And that is the most magical viewing experience for any movie I could ever have. That's awesome. That sounds like yeah. a nice time. And it was. It was a, you know, not only was it, like, really fun to sit and watch that movie specifically, but it was, you know, a good time to bond with my dad. Um, so, like I said, I don't believe any experience I will ever have watching a movie will top that. Not for a long time. My, my Chandler's, favorite. Chandler's looking at me with jealousy. I'm sorry, <laughs> honey, but Cats does not top this one. <laughs> okay, our honeymoon watching Venom was good, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's got to be number one. Yeah, um, that's true. It does jump between my number two and my number one favorite movie of all time. That's fair. Um, where, uh, where does it, I'm just curious, where does it lie on your list? Well, fair question, because, um, I mean, not to constantly invoke our letterbox scores, but this is how sure. we typically quantify our movies. I only rated this movie four stars. and Okay. Uh, I like this movie a lot i think it's very good i just have never had i think it really is just i've never had that really emotional attachment to it because i just somehow avoided it my whole life i didn't see it until i was basically an adult and so yeah i saw it and was like this is a really good movie but like it's just there's not really that sense of magic for me that it has for a lot of people and i don't want to take that away from anyone because it's not a flaw in the movie it's just it's never been like an important movie to me, really. I think that you you can definitely give merit to a movie based off of 
its importance and its history to you. That's part of why we do this podcast is because we're reflecting on things that are purely nostalgic and purely based off of merit in some ways. So that's probably why it gets a six out of five for me because it is that additional theoretical star is the fact that I have a lot of emotional attachment, a weird, weird emotional attachment to this movie. Yeah. And I mean, like, a lot of my, I don't want to say problems, because I don't really have problems with this movie, but, like, a lot of the reason I would not give it a five stars is just annoying things, like, I don't think the CGI is very good, <laughs> like, when the sure. CGI is used. And it's, like, it was groundbreaking and, like, redefined modern cinema, because it was, like, the first movie to, like, use that much CGI in that sort of capacity. Mm-hmm. But it... It, I watch it now and I'm like, it's it looks kind of bad. Now when the dinosaurs are puppets, though, I'm like, yes, this is great. Yeah. So like the yeah. middle section of the movie, I think is incredible, and perfect. And if the whole movie, if I love the whole movie as much as I love that, it would be like a five out of five movie. I think. Yeah. I mean, I can admit fully that like the Gallimimus scene, the you know when it's jumping. Yes, over I the know logs what that is. Stuff. Yeah. You do. I mean, do you? No. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, like, when the kids and Dr. Grant are, like, hiding behind the log and those that, like, herd of dinosaurs is jumping over Okay, them. yeah. Um, I can admit that those don't look great. That is rough. Um, but, like, I can also see how seeing that in the theater, like, when this movie came out, that would be incredible. So that Yeah, and talking with my dad, because he did go see this in theaters with a buddy of his. He was married at the time, and my mom didn't want to go. Um, but he was, you know, talking about, he's like, I he can remember he's like i can't believe what i'm looking at which mm-hmm. you know now it's like yeah i've seen this before i've seen an avenger um mm-hmm. but you know back then it was you know mind blowing that these are dinosaurs this is clearly what's happening and even now you know i'm still impressed to a very high degree you mentioned the puppets but mm-hmm. like the the t-rex puppet it was a full they they done did it they made a full t-rex yeah that t-rex is just incredible that whole sequence is yeah. i love it so much it they i mean it will go down in movie history that whole you know in the in the rain t-rex sequence mm-hmm. and they were smart by making it in the rain because you can hide a lot of mistakes in the rain but it i don't know how much like history or backlog you've looked at of this movie i have done a lot um but, almost zero for me yeah uh, yeah i've i've done almost too much um, but when they were filming that scene, you know, they had rain machines and everything over them and the giant mechanical puppet T-Rex, what happens when you put water on electronics? It will typically seize up. And so they had to like stop filming every five minutes because the T-Rex puppets started like convulsing and they would have to dry it off and then try and shoot again and just kept going at it and going at it. But they wouldn't give up the practical effects of the puppets because it looked so good on the screen. And I'm glad they didn't because it's uh, it that part very much holds up today. And absolutely. Um, I wonder if you mentioned that you did not like the sequel. Well, the the specifically the reboot sequels, the Jurassic yeah, World I, movies. Yeah, I personally didn't like. Um, what is it like, Lost World yeah. and the other one? Um, yeah, I'm not three. a huge fan of them. <laughs> is it just? Yeah, Jurassic I think that's what it was. I think it's three. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't have any like love for any of the sequels, like including the Jurassic World movies. But I also don't find myself hating them the way some people, and it sounds like maybe you do. Sure. I just like, and I wonder if that's just because Jurassic Park is less sacred to me. Like, I, it was never sure. something that I cared that much about, and so my reaction is still kind of like, I don't know, it's dinosaurs. I yeah. I like I mean, those. <laughs> There, to me, there was no reality where, you know, in Jurassic World or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, you know, they really did try to make these dinosaurs scary. And there was no reality where they were scary to me um, or cool in any regard. That um, is true. Mainly, mainly because the way that they presented the dinosaurs in this one were like monsters. You know, yeah. they didn't present them as science experiments. They were monsters. They were creatures. Because uh, you don't even see them for, like, almost the first half of the movie. And even when you do, it's very sparingly, up until they see, you know, the bron- the Brachiosaurus, which, like, 
it was very graceful the way that they introduced it. Yeah. Um, so I really like the way that they went about actually showing the dinosaurs in this one compared to the new ones where it's like all you see are dinosaurs. It was overwhelming to a degree. I definitely agree with that. And I love that, like, it's really not long into the movie before you see your first dinosaur. Like, I that kind of shocked yeah. me this time around. I was like, oh, it's... What what like fifteen twenty minutes in is when they see the the long neck boys, uh, uh, in Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, this movie oh, that Jurassic we watched Park. for this podcast. <laughs> it um, was it was more than that. It was probably thirty to forty five minutes. It, it definitely was, was not forty five. It was quick. It was probably closer to thirty. Um, but like I just was kind of for one thing, I was like. I don't know that I agree that it, that it's good that they showed the CGI dinosaurs first because I was like, sure. oh no, these don't look good. And I was like, I thought this movie looked good. <laughs> yeah. And then like the rest of the movie, for the most part, looked really good. I do think that the whole third act thing is a little rough too when they're in the the museum sure. thing and the it's night at the museum, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the kitchen scene is great. Uh, I mean, I think we can agree. Yeah, to the that. kitchen that scene is, is really good. Fantastic. One of the most suspenseful movie scenes ever. Um, I sound like such a nerd here, but um, I am a nerd. It's okay. It's okay, Clint. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from on like introducing a very large, di- like the biggest dinosaur up front. Um, and it's CGI'd and it looks like, you know, this would get a, a B plus in school if you were a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think that that was probably smart. I'm just imagining to do. A, a graphic design major that was like supposed to be making flyers or something, <laughs> and they made a an an actual brachiosaurus. Like, mm, not quite what <laughs> no. we were looking for. C minus. Um, but it, I think that was a smart idea. Instead of doing it, you know, having the puppets and like really viscerally realistic dinosaurs up front, because I think that would have probably made the rest of the movie not stand up as well. Yeah, um, and I just, like, ugh, the this Triceratops scene, it's a Triceratops that's, like, wounded, and they find it wounded, right? Correct. That is a Triceratops. That scene is incredible. I yes. love that. Where Laura Dern is, like, crying. Yeah. Because she's just like, this is a dinosaur. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that and scene. And it, it was, like, kind of emotional seeing, like, the first time, like, for the for Doctor Grant and Doctor uh, Sattler seeing the dinosaurs for the first time because it's like this is something that has been almost purely theoretical for them, and then mm. they see them. It was kind of emotional. And it would be like if you and I great. suddenly met Antonio Banderas. <laughs> that is a fantastic comparison. <laughs> <laughs> we would just they be do move in herds. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is lying on the ground wounded and like half conscious <laughs> and we're just like kneeling on the ground sobbing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm putting my head on his chest as he's breathing up and down. <laughs> Good boy. Ah, oh, yes. They do move in herds. Um, but yeah, I mean, when this is a fantastic score. That, um, Very good. Specifically the, the part where, um, what is it, Richard Attenborough uh, who is David Attenborough's brother, which I did not realize, which is pretty cool. Didn't um, either. Yeah, did you, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, it was David Attenborough's older brother. Um, but like when he's like, um, this is Jurassic Park or whatever, you know, in in the field, and then the music swells. Like that's a great moment. And if that moment doesn't make you smile, or in my what? case, tear up a little what bit, what are you gonna do to me? Uh, what are you What are you gonna do? Uh, what am I gonna do? Buddy, I'm gonna bat, I'm gonna grab a I'm gonna grab a a brick and hit you in the skull with it. Um, and this particular viewing, I think the only scene that like really floored me was that Triceratops scene. And I was like, really, this is fantastic. Not that uh, anything else was bad, but I just like, I that was the scene where I was like sucked in. Um, yeah. Which uh, which scene are you referencing? The the, you know when, when they, they first, first see the dinosaurs, see the dinosaurs yeah. yeah i think that's when i was thinking cgi bad <laughs> which is like i don't know I, I get i'm that. the i'm the bad guy here i understand that if that speaking i of, want that to be magical it just wasn't for speaking me speaking of bad guys i had a realization in this viewing Uh-oh. as opposed to uh, all the other ones okay um what is what is richard attenborough's character's name dr 
What uh, is his name? Doctor Man Who Wears White. Doc Colonel Sanders. Yes. Um, I, I can't for I ha- this is my favorite movie of all time, and I'm <laughs> blanking on his name. Uh, I'm so embarrassed right now. This is embarrassing for you. I hate it. We hate to see it. It, it is. What is his name? Doctor. I'm googling Doctor Jurassic his Park. Name. Doctor Jurassic Park is not his name. It's Hammond. Not Doctor Ian Malcolm. Oh, Ham. Hammond. Hammond. Ham Man. Ham Man. Um, I realize now that he is kind of the bad guy of this movie a little bit. Oh, I interesting. I thought you were gonna say I realize now that he's not the bad guy because when I saw him this time around, I was like, oh yeah, this guy turns out to be evil or something, and then I. You end up just feeling sorry for him the whole time because you're like, oh, Correct. man, he tried so hard, but he did but such I, a bad job. I, I don't know. Maybe now because, like, I'm an adult and my brain, I've hit 25, so my brain has stopped developing. I kind of, I don't know, I understand rational thought and, like, business decisions a little deeper now than when I really started watching this movie. Humble brag. But... um you know, it, and it really occurred to me when his grandchildren showed up and they're like, who's that? And he like kind of says under his breath, the target audience. And it's like he clearly are, he's putting his grandchildren at risk to further his business decision. That's yeah. very selfish of him. I, and so it, it really triggered or it triggered something in me now realizing that he's probably he would probably be convicted and go to jail, you know? Oh, yeah. He's done a bad thing. He's an extremely flawed man. I don't know if he's the bad guy. The bad guy is Newman, right? Well, yes. Uh, Dennis Nedry. Um, Newman. Have you have you read the books before? I have not read the books. What do I look like? Some sort of nerd? You wear glasses, so yes. Um, I, I always hate being that type of person, or I always hate those people that are like, the book is better than the movie. Um, I'm sure I'm not... that the book is... Well, no, it's Jurassic Park. It's not better, is it? <laughs> well, I'm. I think that the the book is as equally as good as the movie. Okay. Um, but it's an entirely different movie. Um, yeah. the first book is closer to the Lost World than it is uh to the first movie. Um, if they had done Jurassic Park like you know the 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 actual Michael Crichton book, it would be incredibly violent and be rated R. Um, Ian Malcolm dies. He gets killed. Uh, spoiler alert! If so, you ever planned on reading the book, but isn't the um, um, <laughs> second one all about him in the the movie? Correct, correct. Because the Lost World was written, or the the movie, I'm sorry, was written um, after the Lost World book was written, and then they rewrote it with him in there. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I mean, the Lost he, World he movie is essentially Cars two of Jurassic Park because they're Absolutely. like, oh, people like Ian Malcolm. What if he yeah. is? A spy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then uh, Dr. Hammond, he gets killed at the end of the, the, the book. He um, gets, like, pushed down a hill, and he's... <laughs> <laughs> he just That's rolls not how to he his dies. death. <laughs> he falls down some stairs and <laughs> breaks his hip. Uh, that's why he walks with a cane. Uh, no, but he like falls down a hill or something, and then like these little tiny dinosaurs rip him to shreds and like feed them to feed him to their babies or something awesome. along those lines. Um, so like the Mondays, right? The book, yeah, Monday, a good one. Um, the book is written more of like a biological from like a. I don't know why they were so delayed and they're laughing there, but they're just waiting. Was, they really caught on. It to was this. a thinker. They're like, yeah, actually, they're I like, get wait, it. today is Monday. <laughs> it is. We are recording this on Monday. Um, behind the scenes, but, uh, behind the scenes, yeah, I'm pulling the curtain back a little bit. But yeah, the the book compared to the movie is far more violent. Um, I'm not saying that would have made it a better movie, but it would have been a very different movie. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like when people say the book is better than the movie or vice versa. I'm like, books and movies are different it's like that's like saying a lamp is better than a banana like Mm -hmm. well it's not really like that it's more like saying a lamp is better than a chair (laughs) sure they're two different things are what you're saying and they shouldn't be they're like are you saying that they're apples and oranges (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i guess you know the old idiom ah this like comparing lamp and chair (laughs) it's like lamps and chairs 
<laughs> we, we all know that. It's one. like shoots and ladders. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. Uh, Idiot. Yeah, but uh, I have not read the books. Um, I have. Re- oh, you know what I figured out? What? Jaws is my Jurassic Park. Jaws is what your Jurassic Park is to you. Because I read that book and love it. And it's like crazy different but they're both really good in their own ways and they're both the same director so i, I want us to do jaws eventually that would be uh, fun and it's pg so we can do it that's crazy that jaws is pg <laughs> it's so bloody it's a very violent movie but a small child does get pulled underwater and then there is a fountain of blood that shoots out of the water pg parents PG. guide yeah it's uh it's suggested that your your parents come and see that movie with you Mm-hmm. Um, good job, Laura Dern, for finally winning an Academy Award for Jurassic Park. It was a little delayed, but you did it. So you, you know, twenty six years later, you finally did it. Yeah. While we're saying Jurassic Park, I just want to say this on the record: everybody was like, Laura Dern deserved uh, to be nominated for Little Women instead. And listen, she's great in both, but she's so good in Marriage Story. I love her in Marriage Story. She's just doing this very, very specific thing. <laughs> Just the way her body moves and she moves her limbs in that movie, it's just so strange. I've, I love it. I have heard that it's like it's fascinating to it's, watch. Like she's a lawyer, but she's like not the type of person you picture when you picture a lawyer. She's she's just, also like a marionette puppet, isn't she? Kind of the way she moves okay. her limbs. Yeah, it's great. She's great in that movie. Everybody, shut up. She deserved it for her marriage story. <laughs> I've actually uh, heard the contrary that she was not great in Little Women, but I believe that she was. Oh man, who'd you hear that from? Freaking! I've seen it no, man, on film Twitter. Little big man. Yep, big <laughs> good one. Uh, uh, you know, we've been talking about this movie for a while, but we have <laughs> not gotten a ten thousand foot view of this movie. And maybe the reason we haven't is because there's no pterodactyls. But <laughs> I said pterodactyls. There's no pterodactyls <laughs> on this island. Good one. Speaking of pterodactyls, uh, they are in the the book. Oh, really? They they make it into the third movie. Is that correct? Yeah, Jurassic Park three. It makes sense that they wouldn't be in the movie because it's like, why? If you're making dinosaurs, don't make ones that can fly off the island. Yeah, make the ground ones only. Um, But I would like a ten thousand foot view of this movie if you would be willing to give me one. Sure, this is a retroactive ten thousand foot view. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there is a island off the coast of Costa Rica uh, called Isla Nublar, and uh, they called are Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge, correct? Good one. Um, and they have dinosaurs on it, and they're making it a theme park. Another delayed laugh. Congrats! I told them not to. They're building an island filled with dinosaurs, and they want to bring some dinosaur scientists, also known as paleontologists. Um, onto the island to get their opinion. Uh, so Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler, she's a paleobotanist, come along, along with Dr. Malcolm, who is a chaos theorist, which is cool, apparently. And he wears a like, cool. leather jacket. It's cool math, um, apparently. Um, you know, they, uh, they come along to make sure that the island's good, and then a lawyer comes as well, and he gets killed by a dinosaur in a very gruesome way. He's on the toilet. Um, and needless to say, things don't really go the way as planned. What? Um, the a storm comes, knocks out all the power. What happened? Dino gets out. Um, and then they're causing harm, and people die in this one. And then it's up to them to secure the island, and then they do, and then they leave, and they <laughs> do not fund Jurassic Park. No, they do not give an endorsement of Jurassic Park at all. That. It is a very good ending. Just the it's a very simple ending where he's like It is. I decided I don't fly. want to endorse your park. And he's like, Yep, me neither. And then <laughs> they like, leave and neither. he looks out the window and he's like, Birds. These are basically <laughs> Birds are dinosaurs. It's like we already have dinosaurs. Why did we try to make new ones? We're fine. They re- they recreated that scene um in Jurassic Park three where they're like flying away from the island. Um, which Sam Neill was back in that one as well. That is a bizarre scene. I think I've said it a few times where uh, T or a Velociraptor goes, Alan. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird scene. Uh, but they recreate that moment at the end of Jurassic Park 3 where it's pelicans flying. And then what happens? A pterodactyl swoops in and is flying with them. Uh, I thought you were going to say the pterodactyl eats them. 
no, that that would be dumb. But no, uh, a pterodactyl swoops in and is flying with the pelicans. Crazy, crazy. I don't know if you notice, uh, Sam Sam Neil, the guy that plays um, what's his name, Doctor Doctor Grant, and now uh, he is on Twitter with uh, he lives on a farm and is always yeah. taking pictures with his animals. It's great. Correct. He's British. I don't know if you knew that. Everyone's um, British. Yeah, but you can tell a few times that he does not have a good American accent in this movie. I didn't really notice that. That didn't stand out to me. It it slipped a few times where he was like, but what are you going to do? Or something something like that. It's like, whoa, what happened there? Uh, you, you can tell that he, he slips. He flubs his American accent some. Um, I am looking at the notes that I took for this movie in like... They're all dumb. Like, I don't know. I think I yeah. must have been a... I don't remember being in a bad mood, but I must have been in a bad mood when I was watching this. Maybe that's why I read them all. four stars. I don't want to, because they're all dumb complaints. I want to hear them. I, I'm going to look like the bad guy. Like I said, like, the girl kid actor is good. The boy is bad, which I think I stand by. Uh, I said the stampede scene looks bad, but it's like, yeah, it does. But, like, why did I write that down? Those are very good opinions, and I'm glad that you, you know, documented them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was, what was wrong with me. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, this was something that I have an issue with, and we need to discuss. When okay. Tim, when Tim is on the fence, and uh, on the fence, okay, sure, fine. He, um, when he's on the electric fence, and then they turn it on, and he gets zapped. Why does he get propelled backwards in a straight line? <laughs> Because that's how electricity works, Elisha. I don't know that it is. I mean, there's also the point where, like, how does the T-Rex get through the fence when there's, like, a 70-foot chasm on the end of it? I don't know, but he does. Yeah, he, he's a dinosaur. They can do a lot of stuff. He was he was propelled up there by science. Also, another bad mood note that I wrote and really doesn't f- reflect my opinion about this movie. Uh, the very end is actually very funny when the the t-rex comes in and like sna- saves the day you know yeah the camera just rotates and he's there <laughs> it's like yeah how did they he just not snuck notice? into the room <laughs> he's a t-rex gotcha. and he eats the raptors or whatever but it's like it's so funny because it's just my dad my dad told me that when that moment happened in theaters people stood up and cheered <laughs> Uh, I believe it. I mean, it's fun to see dinosaurs eat different dinosaurs, but and I would be all for that. Yeah, I would probably like. I don't. I've talked about this a few times. People are gonna think that I have emotional issues, but I would probably like cry in, if people were like cheering in theaters at that moment. Mm, I wouldn't. Well, you know, we've talked about um, our opinions with the movie, and people know what we think. But I think it's time that we uh, hear from some of the other people of the world. Really. You think yeah. so? I think so. Oh, well, we should have a name for this segment. I got an idea. Okay. How about mm, hot takes? Don't acknowledge your win, Clint. That was a good transition. Anyway, <laughs> um, hot takes is a segment that we do where we go on IMDb and we look up our, our Amazon. I have one, I believe, from Amazon. Um, and we see what other people thought about this movie uh, so that we're not just speaking in an echo chamber. So, um, I have a few titles and then a few like very short reviews. So, oh this one uh, from IMDb, uh, it's from John Bob C. Uh, John Bob C gave it a 1 out of 10, and he calls it Jurassic Puke. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the kid does puke in the movie. That's true, and you're not supposed to tell anybody about oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> Jurassic puke. Um, this one, next one comes from uh, Viatrol Rudolph Lewis. Vi, Vi, Vida La Rudolph Lewis, I think is the name. Uh, Vida La Rudolph Lewis gives it a 1 out of 10 and says, Fake dinosaurs minus empty heads equals bad movie. All right, uh, so let's do this Are you following math. my math here? <laughs> Fake dinosaurs minus empty heads, so they don't have empty heads, which means their heads are full. Correct. Um, equals bad. Movie. Okay, sure. So, or if you believe, if you subscribe to the theory that you cannot subtract and subtraction is um, not real, it would be fake dinosaurs plus negative empty heads equals bad movie. 
Are you following my math here? Uh, yes, which is plus full heads. Correct. <laughs> Fake dinosaurs, full heads, can't lose. <laughs> Equals good movie, correct. Um, so here it is. Here's I'm sorry, that was just a good joke, and I, yeah. I, just, I need the people to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, people. Is it showing that we're both getting our master's degrees and we want to show <laughs> off our math? Yes. <laughs> um, so it says, Hollywood created dinosaurs in 1933. <laughs> yep, that's when they fabricated dinosaurs. And for 50 years thereafter... Then along comes Steven Spielberg with his computer-generated monsters that couldn't scare a flea. Add to <laughs> That's the... not the phrase. <laughs> Add to the mix Spielberg's spineless anti-gun nonsense. What? Where only the quote-unquote bad guys fend off big teeth dinos using, oh, in quotes, oh my gosh, guns and poor and poor Goldblum is stuck using only a baseball bat <laughs> like I Harley Quinn I don't believe I ever remember seeing him with a baseball bat do you I don't either I'm not sure what they're talking about and I guess they're saying that like the the game warden is a bad guy but he's not yeah yeah he's they very didn't clearly think one of the good guys also the reason they don't have guns is because they were coming to a theme park they were invited to. They didn't Yeah, think why they would they bring, bring guns? guns. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't bring guns to theme parks? No, not usually. Uh yeah, we need to we need to make Obama that clear. took all my that, guns. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he kicked out my door and took them all. Yeah, anyway, uh this next one comes from Amazon Customer. Uh Amazon Customer gives it a one out of five stars. The review says no comment, and the review says, um, I did not make a purchase of this product. So Okay. So there's that. So the, the Amazon said that they bought Jurassic Park and they didn't. And they were they like They clearly did not. And they were like, That that means I'm going to give this product a bad review. It wasn't yes, Jurassic correct. Park's fault. So before I get to my final review, I did tell you that um I had what I believe to be the single funniest review that I've ever read in my life you did say this these are big words it's not that funny it's not as funny as um our arrival comparison because that will stand you know forever and ever amen that one was as yeah but this one's just really funny to me um it's an amazon customer they give it a two out of ten um and it comes from the reviewer t-13196 is this T-1, an Android? I guess. It's, yeah, T-1000 something. T-1 13,000. Uh, T-13196. Uh, the review is titled, Movie Makes No Sense. Sense is spelled S-E-N-C-E. Uh, <laughs> and the review says, This move lie makes no sen- sense. Dinosaurus don't reel, and people could beat the Dinos. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> Start over, please. That, no, that word gets me every time. And I, I knew I wouldn't laugh. I practiced reading it to Chandler until she was annoyed with me and that I wouldn't laugh, but now I'm laughing. Please, Here I go again. Yeah, read it over again. Oh, my gosh. Chandler is not smiling because she heard me read this like 50 times. Okay, here I go. The move lie makes no sense. Dinosaurus don't reel. And people couldn't... <laughs> Hold on. I, it's so short. I got to start over. <laughs> the move line makes no sense. Dinosaur. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just laughing because you're laughing at this point. The move line makes no sense. <laughs> the move line makes no sense. Dinosaurus don't reel. And people could beat the Dinus up, and it don't bad. I don't get it. <laughs> people could beat the Dinus up. How is Dinus spelled? D I N U S. That is how I would pronounce that. the The move line makes no sense. Dinosaur don't reel, and people could be <laughs> people could beat the Dinus up. It is bad, and I don't get it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, 
you did skip over the fact that it does say move lie. M-O-V- move lie is very funny too. That's why I M-O-V- laughed so much at M-O-V-L-I-E. The move lie make no sense. Dinosaurus don't reel. And people could beat the Dinus up. It is bad, and I don't get it. So did they, um, is Moovly a typo, or were they trying to just really hammer it into your head that this movie is full of lies? I believe that that is a typo. Okay. Um, well, that was very good hot takes from online. I think, I think we can agree that dinosaurs don't reel. Dinosaurs don't reel, and the people could beat up the Dinus. <laughs> Chandler just texted me and said, holy cow, I'll come over there and read it for you. (laughs) It is time for us to answer three questions about the movie Jurassic Park. Do you even need to ask me? uh, What are your answers to these questions? Well, (laughs) it is important for the audience to know that these are the three critical questions that we do grade every movie by uh, to either... Uh, heart. What is it? Was shuffle it into our pantheon, or um, throw it into? Yeah, you know what I mean. Welcome it into our pantheon. Uh, let it exit the gymnasium, or um, feed it to whatever its proverbial hell is. But um, I thought we fed them to our raptors. Isn't this the movie? That's true. Like this is we were talking about the movie that came from. Well, not really. It just came from us mispronouncing the word raptor rafters. Right. Like you just did. Yeah. On accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we feed it to our raptors if we like it. And then mm-hmm. if they it's just okay, ceilings. we throw rocks at it until it walks out of the gym. And then if it's very bad, it goes to hell, which I don't know. For this movie, might also be being eaten by raptors. Right. Correct. Or, or science. Um, wait, science is hell? Yeah, in this movie, I mean, you, the, they, uh, they didn't. They kept asking if they could. They should have asked if they should. That's true. They should have asked if they should do the mosquito thing with the there was mosquitoes and maple mm-hmm. syrup. Um, What's so cool is that that is possible for them to get dinosaur blood. That seems fake to me. They've done it. Um, seems fake. So the questions are: Is this movie good for kids? Is it good for adults, and does it stand the test of time? Clint, is this movie good for kids? Absolutely, it's good for kids. Is it a bit violent for kids? Sure, but counter-argument, Shrek. Yeah, that's that's the whole argument? Yep, that's the whole argument. I mean, like, yeah, it's a little violent for kids, but it's okay. Yeah, it's good for older kids. Um, yes my, is my answer, too. Is it good for adults? 100% yes. Yes. Uh, does this stand the test of time? Correct. Yes. <laughs> you can't answer a question with correct. <laughs> I just did. Um, so it gets fed to our raptors in a good way, not in a bad way. Congrats, you clever girls. Enjoy your fine, fine meal. Please enjoy. Um, so we are going to talk about a movie called, you know. Sonic? Oh. You know, you, in this movie, the scientists... Uh, we're thinking <laughs> about if they could, but not if they should. Mm-hmm. I'd say we could say the same for Sonic. Yep. Uh, should but the thing is, is that they reversed their mistake. They did. They they created a horrible demon, and then they put they threw him back into hell, and then they brought a, a less bad version of that demon to us. This would be um, almost equivalent on if Jurassic Park took its movie from theaters and then re-released it with feathers. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's like, do you think Sonic the Hedgehog has feathers? Have scientists That's figured that out? Is. That's it's, all he is. He's feathers. just feathers? He doesn't have hair. He has feathers. That's how he moves so fast. Oh, yeah. Feathers make you fast. Um, and in uh, Mario, doesn't feathers make you a raccoon and you can fly? That is correct. Feathers do make you raccoon. <laughs> So that's the moral of the story. Um, we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, in our next episode, and we will have a special guest. His name is Chad Oliver from the Best Pictures podcast. We had the Best Pictures boys on to talk about Detective Pikachu with us, and Chad was unable to make it, so he's making up for that by talking about Sonic, which um, will be a fun time. I'm going to see the movie Sonic on Valentine's Day with oh, no. my friend Dalton. Shout out to Dalton. Shout out, Dalton. It's going to be great. 
I guess Chandler and I will have to see it on Valentine's Day, too. <laughs> Please do. Is that okay with you, honey? If we go see Sonic the Hedgehog on Valentine's Day? She's very into it. That sounds great. Um, what was her actual reaction? Um, she said no several times. Nice. Uh, oh, can we talk about <laughs> the movie that... Dennis? No, not Dennis. Um, before we plug our social medias, there was a movie that you found at Redbox, but you were yeah, unable to right. acquire. I was unable to. Um, there, uh, so there was a text message thread. So there's a movie that was at let or at uh, Redbox that I was really trying hard to get, and I thought it would make a good evening. Um, <laughs> but I was pretty well shut down. Um, that film is the Academy Award winning movie Bernie the Dolphin Two. Um, which I do attribute to Bernie Sanders' recent surge in the polls, uh, the success of this movie. Yeah. Um, but Chandler was not for me getting this movie, and I, I respect her opinion on this 100%. Um, here is a text message thread that, that comes between us two, because I was on my way home from work, or I was about to leave for work, and I was texting her. And I said, Chan, I have to get it. And she said, Why? And I said, it was my family-friendly movie of the year. She said, I'm not watching it, Clint. And I said, come on. And I said, you watch My 600-Pound Life all the time. Bernie. And she said, I'm turning my phone off if you keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was kind of the end of that. And still haven't seen it, unfortunately. Um, remind me which Academy Award it won. Um, I believe Best Picture? Yeah. I think you're right. Um, didn't have anything funny to add to that. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that's the the best I got for you. I'm sorry. Um, social media, we're on it. We're doing it. We're doing posts on it. We have a Twitter account. It's called at Purely Nostalgia. We have an Instagram account. It's called at Purely Nostalgia Pod. I have a personal Twitter account. It's called at Elisha P. Smith, and it's the same for Letterboxd. I also have a Twitter and Letterbox account. My Twitter and Letterbox handle is at ClintJHPage. The JH does stand for Jazz Hands. Follow me on TikTok. I don't really post on it. Don't follow him on TikTok, but do give us a review. Five stars goes a long way on making sure that we are at the top of the list for nostalgic-based content. You can do that on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you, if you haven't left us a review, why not? Do it, scientists. Can I read that review that was really nice that made me happy that we sure, don't? Sure, go ahead. It's always nice when we see a review and it's someone we don't know. Because <laughs> it's yes. like, oh, this is a real podcast. Um, a, real so a real someone. From Elena Landers. My name is Elena and I watched all of the Mission Critical episode. And I believe there is a nuke season coming soon. Thank you, Elena. Thank you for watching Mission Chris Critical and ensuring that we will get a <laughs> Did season Did you just two. say Mission Crystal? No, I didn't. I we said pretty Chris. Well, I... We, we pretty well abandoned that. Um, can our two? We we had a 2019 goal. Can we set our 2020 goal now? What was our 2019 goal? Uh, to get some sort of recognition from Crystal. Oh, okay. So we're gonna and, do another. And boy, and boy oh, did we, we? No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't fail at that. We actually did. Okay. Yeah. We actually sure. really succeeded at it. What's um, our 2020 goal? It's got to be lofty because you have to see year-over-year -year growth for investors to really trust you, right? Sure. So our 2020 goal, we have to meet Antonio Banderas. All right. I'm on board with that. Um, I think – okay, here, how about this? Can I make it a little bit more realistic? I guess. we got to be in the same room as Antonio Banderas. Okay, that's fine. We have <laughs> to be in – can we say proximity? We have to be within what is proximity. proximity? we got to be specific. We have. If we were to say Antonio, he would have to actively ignore us for us for him not to see. <laughs> okay, us. so we. So our goal is that we will be within earshot of Antonio. Antonio Vanderas. Yes. Okay. Correct. And if that doesn't happen, we will end the pad podcast forever. Yep. Um. That is it. That'll do. Donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinath for listening. <laughs>
Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong 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 Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Great job. Thank you. We we stand him, correct? He made his Oscars case.